Hello world, we're big gay nerds, and guess what, everyone? We're playing Masks again! Woo! Oh my god. Yeah. There may or may not be some editing shenanigans involving a cold open. It will depend on how things actually shake out. (laughs) But presuming we're doing things in linear time, uh, my name is Owen, my pronouns are he and him, and I am the master of ceremonies for you today. Woo! And then uh, just going, uh, you know what, just uh, just going off of uh, the whole alphabetical discord thing, um, let's, let's reintroduce everyone to the players and their characters. So first off, there's Joe. Hi, I'm Joe, also known as Jonix. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I'm playing, playing Pate McLeod, the mighty, la- the mighty lass of Glad, who is uh, <laughs> the bull uh, uh, playbook. She's known for picking stuff up and throwing it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She's real good at it. Uh, then we have Levi. Hello, I am Levi. Pronouns they, them. I play Luke Byrne, a photon boy. Uh, playbook is the innocent. He's been uh, displaced uh, through time. He is from the far-off past of the early 90s. All right. Then Sarah. Oh, hi, I'm Sarah. Uh, pronouns are she, her. And I play Juno, or Starcross, the uh, the Nova. So the, the super power, like the ultra super powered lab experiment character. Yeah. Who loves the blow and shit Saturn. up. And <laughs> Saturn. That's right, I also want to blow shit up. Hi, yes. I'm Saturn. Uh, they, them pronouns. I'm playing Charlie, a.k.a. Pippa, a.k.a. the Pink Panzer, who is the brain and is kind of also a relic of a bygone time who just so happened to be exported into a robot body in the future of today uh, and is trying to figure that whole situation out. And also, just just so everyone, I know no one is jumping into this as their first episode, but just to be perfectly clear, this robot body is also a cat boy. Mm -hmm. It's also a pink cute robot cat boy, yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a very important piece of uh, information. It is. Cat, robot cat boy that I'm hoping to have like a little little charm of soon, thanks thanks to Al. Thanks to impromptu so. uh, merch opportunities. Uh, if you're hearing <laughs> this, it is way too late to order one, sorry. <laughs> Exclusive! <laughs> we, we, it's not something there is planning to roll. Now, a few of you listening might be getting one as well. Uh, I'm not really sure if the situation is there. But, That's why you have to join uh, our Discord so you can gain access mm-hmm. to our exclusive 24-hour merch sales that we've <laughs> never done before. 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and pro- probably won't happen again, but you never know. You never know. At the very least, you can watch us say more dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> um, uh, so, we have been away from this for a while and uh we've been following the adventures of uh these young heroes uh in big gay nerds comics presents masks however um when we were getting together for this i've discovered that my uh collection of books has been compromised a bunch of them have what looks like grape juice spilled onto them and so oh, a whole no. bunch of issues are ruined and we're going to have to do a little bit of a time skip um but yeah we, to, tr- we tried uh, getting some of the, some of the print copies off ebay but people are charging like one two hundred bucks for one of these bad boys and we just you know, 
we can't there, there's a lot of issues it would it would we'd have to shell out quite a bit to cut to bridge that gap so exactly. stuff happened and things happened and you'll find out what those things were shortly Yes, exactly, because we are implementing um, one of my favorite little uh, Powered by the Apocalypse mechanics, uh, which is Love Letters. Uh, We've done this once before for Monster Hearts, and basically everyone is going to get a little custom move to help determine uh, what their characters were able to accomplish in this uh, time that we're sort of jumping over. And so um, one at a time, I'm going to... uh, link each of you uh your move and then you can uh read it off and roll it so just arbitrarily let's start with luke and i'm going to link levi the text now okay so you want me to read out the whole thing yeah okay so you spent some time asking people about her and why she turned out the way she did you have your pick of contacts, though none that aren't awkward. If you asked your old mentor, roll with Savior. If you asked your old friends slash flames, roll with Mundane. Okay. Either way, on a 7 to 9, check one of the unchecked items on your future self list and either answer it or demand an answer from the Master of Ceremonies. On 10 plus, check two items. On 6 or lower, still check one, but also mark a condition. You only learn it because Luca just did something bad that connects to it. Okay. Yeah. And so this is because you've got, I forget if it's what the specific name for it was, but you've got like a list of like things you know about stuff your future self has done, correct? Yeah. um, I don't actually have that open in front of me. I'm going to link this to you directly. Thanks. I believe the one thing that you already had checked was something like, betrayed a close friend or ally i think was that or publicly battled another hero it's been a while yeah and but it was i think in that case it was either way it was definitely like captain photon or photon Photon man yeah okay okay all right so are you going to be uh asking your sort of awkward uh pseudo adopted parent slash mentor Mm who you have been pretty distant from ever since you got back to the future? Or are you going to be talking with uh, your old team-up buddies who are now a married couple? (laughs) Um, Well, I think that uh, Luke is, since he does have this other option, they're both awkward, but uh, only one of them is his dad. So (laughs) he's going to roll with mundane. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay cool so yeah so at some point in the skipped issues you you went and caught up with with those two i oh I've, i'm really bad with my npc lists i do not have their full names right here i just remember is this the names. is this the same that we're trying to restart up the uh co champions yeah okay um i don't remember their names either okay it was previously boomerang boy material girl (laughs) and now they are ranger and i forget she might still be material girl material girl is a pretty good one Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, she should stick with that (laughs) okay oh right sorry i gotta hit enter okay i got a total of a nine all right so yeah you can uh pick any one of these 
What do you want to know? <laughs> oh boy. Um, da, 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 da. I mean, obviously, none of them are good whatsoever. Uh, I will say uh, they won a victory at enormous cost to the world around them. Ooh, okay. Now, do you want to give an answer for that, or do you want to make me answer? Um, I would rather. I would rather not know in advance. I guess, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, I think that the answer you get, um, and I don't think this necessarily comes from you asking that question directly, obviously. You're just like, hey, what was I like before, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that... Oh, let me think. I've got a pretty close answer to this actually i just need a moment enormous cost man that's very (laughs) i can't lowball that if it says enormous cost to the world around them what a what a combination of words (laughs) okay so um what was the name of the supervillain who sent you through time I remember you said there was oh. like a specific guy. Neutron? Neutron. Okay. I think that like um what happened was uh this was before Luca had actually gone rogue. Um this was at some point in let's just say like um like around 2000 or something like that. Mhm. Um, Neutron basically, like, set up, like, a, like, a black hole bomb in the middle of, like, a skyscraper, and then rigged the rest of the skyscraper with, like, various booby traps and stuff to, like, try and stop, um, Photon Man or Lady Photon from, you know, charging in and disarming it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that Luca managed to, like, get to it, but at that point it had already, like, started going off, and, uh, basically what happened was that she was able to, like, take the, like, gravity generator or whatever and, like, yank it out from, like, over the event horizon, so it was a real serious, like, you know the comic book poetry moment but like when she looked back it had like already like sucked up like the entire building and like 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 i want to say like half a block maybe (laughs) um and so that was like a moment of actual heroism at the time but when your friends talk about it they say that afterwards she would like cite it as something that she thinks that she could have done the job better if she hadn't been like playing by the rules and didn't just like teleport her fist inside of neutron's head you know Mm. oh yeah yeah so there is that and if you like and then if you like go you can see like the like the thing is, in, in Halcyon City, like, repair crews are, like, pretty effective, so there isn't still just, like, a crater there, but there is, like, 
a plaque and you can sort of see the like divide between like the old concrete and the new concrete you know oh yeah there is like a distinctly different like style of building within that radius than outside of it it's new construction okay exactly that's the thing about halcyon city you can sort of like you can use it's like, like tree rings. To sort of, <laughs> exactly. That's like literally what I was talking about. It's like the it's like it's it's like geo, it's like geological strata. Good gracious. Yeah. So yes, there is that. And so now you've got a little extra insight to what she has gone through and also, you know, all of that coming in. And we can also deal with the specifics of like you talking to them again, but it's something we can get back to later. Sure. Yeah, cool. Okay, next up, Juno. Yes. So this is specifically informed by the sort of cliffhanger we had last time. Oh, yeah. Which was where you noticed that there was some, like, proprietary, like, Asterian hardware, like, deep inside Tech Rat. (laughs) Yes. So I'm going to link you this. Tech Rat is an astronaut now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, Asterion practically raised you, but now you're realizing that you know less about their dealings than you thought. Luckily, you have some connections you can pull on. Roll with Freak, since talking about your powers is the easiest way to get them talking, and lay out what you're looking into. On a 10 and up, pick two options from the list below. On a 7 to 9, pick one. On a 6 or less, you still get something, but with all of the potential complications. Uh, and, and I just realized I f- when I linked this, it like didn't format very well, so okay. let me just... There we go. Uh, you get concrete details rather than shady interferences. You are subtle and don't draw unwanted attention. You get it done quick without getting dragged into anything. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. So, let me go here. Oh, gosh. What am I even looking into? Lay out what you're looking into. Okay. So you could focus on finding out connections to Tech Rat, but I know also you mentioned some interest in whether or not Asterion had any connections to, like, Panzerfaust stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's look into that. Let's see if that can get anything, uh, the, the okay. Panzerfaust thing. Okay. So, oh, that's right. We have a new we have a new roller, everyone, because uh, Sidekick died apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Appropriately, considering our comic book subject I matter, know, right? the Sidekick <laughs> was killed for drama. Yeah, yeah. Baron Zemo killed Sidekick. <laughs> no. no. Unfortunately, uh, while while we were busy trying to save the city, uh, the Joker came and, and, and killed him. With- Killed him with Joker gas, and now Sidekick is just sort of sitting in the offline panel, just sort of laughing uncontrollably, and it's really tragic. Damn. Okay. I really thought you were going to say Joker juice. Sidekick and Dice, Sidekick and Dice Maiden do sound like superhero names. It's true. They do. Uh, I got a nine. I'm, oh, I'm always okay. drinking Joker juice. <laughs> I believe it. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, pick. Um, basically, uh, let's see. Yeah, pick uh, one of those options, and then the implications of the other two not being fulfilled will mm-hmm. very much be a factor. So you can either get like you know concrete details, but also you will draw attention and you'll get dragged into something. Um, you can be subtle, 
but also the details might be a little sh- like shady and uncertain um and you will still get dragged into something or you can completely avoid getting connected to anything but you will draw attention and you won't have the most sound information you will still definitely you will still definitely get something mm-hmm. but for instance it would be something that would be harder to use as say evidence right and also quick question are you doing this through your like sort of pseudo father figure or like other people at a stair oh other people at a starian okay more uh. like a bother figure <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants to talk to their yeah. dad in this podcast nobody uh. <laughs> <laughs> let's do uh uh, concrete details. Okay, then. I feel then. like that would be the most so, useful one. Okay. Um, so the unwanted attention thing is does not immediately... You do not immediately see the effects of that. Sure. But you do get the impression that you maybe gave away too much stuff because there were definitely some times when the person you were talking to, who I'm going to say is maybe like more of a sort of junior scientist who was someone you like did know... Mm-hmm. When you were being like raised, but wasn't as like integral to everything, mm-hmm. um, where they'll definitely like raise an eyebrow and being like, well, like, okay, why do you want to know that? You know, right? And right. you get the impression that maybe they are not going to keep quiet about this. Sure. Um, and as for getting dragged into stuff, um, let's see. There's a lot of good options there, but. Um, I think, hmm. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. You want to get dragged into uh, the corporate side of things or the science side of things? Ooh, the science side of things. Okay. Um, You have been doing stuff in the field that they didn't know you could do before. So they want either you to, like, come back in for some tests or Mm -hmm. they want to be able to, like, observe you in action sometime. And they haven't <laughs> oh. clarified how that's going to go down. Okay. Do I get to pick one? And uh I think it would be more fun if we, if we can pick together later. Okay. Because it hasn't it hasn't kicked in. Okay, yet. sounds good. Um and then of course concrete details. Yes. You want connections to Panther Faust. Correct. Right? Okay, cool. Um well, uh, you are actually able to get something pretty concrete. I don't think it is necessarily something that you are told right away. I think it's something you are able to, like, spy on a computer screen while someone is distracted, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. While you're asking about things. And, what? Well, okay, I, I always... What's Charlie's last name? Uh, Thurmond. Thurmond, okay. Um, Ch- uh, Charles Thurmond was an employee at Asterion very briefly. Oh, okay. He was actually, like, given... Actually, yeah, given how old a corporation like this would logically be, he was kind of in on, like, the ground floor, but, like, he was terminated very definitively. Mm. Okay. Hmm. So I think... And because you're definitely getting, like, concrete details, I think what you were able to, even if you are not told this directly, I think what you're able to figure out is that, like, this is where he started off legit. Mm -hmm. 
and like this might be where like lines were crossed cool okay that's good that's actually something i can like really work with cool good good cool and i hope it's okay for me to be establishing stuff about your past self there that, that, so. that's basically what i was had in mind so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um next up we have something for pate and this oh, is boy. something yeah um oh, i gotta like reformat it a little bit but uh go ahead and start reading okay <clears throat> You've been drawing attention from veteran heroes, since you're both a troublemaker and kind of an archetype. The Immortal, a millennia-old Persian warrior, has started giving you some advice about the differences between ancient and modern heroism. Roll with danger, since the more of a, of a uh, problem you are, the more advice you get. Uh, on 10+, plus, hold 2. On 7 to 9, hold 1. On 6 or less, hold 1. But the MC will also hold 1 that he can spend to make your mentor show up at a bad time. Oh, spend your hold to automatically do any of the following. Avert danger by catching or lifting someone or something. Make a declaration briefly commanding all attention. Or duck out of sight and don or discard a secret identity. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> You've been given a crash course in some golden age stuff. And I and I want to remind everyone, if you've been listening to us from the start, you'll know. But I... Okay, so obviously I didn't come up with the concept for a superhero named the Immortal before Invincible did. Because the comic's been around for a while, but I did do it before the TV show put it in everyone's <laughs> mind. <laughs> Also, I think that the Tick live-action TV show with Patrick Warburton also had a superhero named the Immortal in it. So it's just—it's they're not. It's, they're a, not it's an obvious ones. pick, you know. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna happen. And also this, <laughs> and also this guy was like a literal immortal, like the guy that the Spartans fought. So oh. that's the sort of guy you've been hanging out with. Oh, and you got an eight, so you get to oh. hold one. And there is actually no big decision to make here. You can just like implement that training in the field. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. The immortals okay. talking to you, like you know that movie. That movie isn't very realistic. They didn't actually kick anyone down any big holes. I was <laughs> <laughs> we went a severe tactical misstep. We didn't actually make any big holes to kick anyone down. <laughs> uh, and the last you. one. <laughs> the last one is directed at Saren, and for some reason, this one formatted correctly. I don't know why that is. Uh, because I'm special, clearly. Oh, da- damn, it's because uh, formatting has a thing for robot cowboys, obviously. It's because <laughs> Pippa formatted this. Oh, yeah. knows how to do it. <laughs> anyway, with Una on your side, your already formidable brain power can tackle any problem. But you should probably start with the problems you started, shouldn't you? Start by calling upon the resources of your sanctuary to solve a problem, detailing how you intend to neutralize the risk posed by a Nine Lives robot. Aim big, because the MC will impose four conditions. First... You'll need help from Titan Industries. Second, you and your team will risk danger from your target. Third, the best you can do is a lesser version, unreliable and limited. Fourth, you'll have to obtain something illegal. Then, roll with superior. On 10+, ignore two conditions. On a 7 to 9, ignore one. On a 6 minus, one of your conditions is an immediate problem. So, uh, my superior right now, uh, because someone took some... Uh, pot shots at it uh, in our last <laughs> session right now is only a plus one. Um, so let's see how this goes. Oops. 
No worries. It's fine. I'm sure we won't regret uh, this decision. Oh, hey, we got Hell yeah. Okay. Ooh, okay. We've been pretty consistently middling. That's been it turns, three nines and an eight. It turns out uh, the reason why seven to nine is a mixed success is because on a 2d6, you are statistically likely, like I think about half the time, to roll somewhere in the seven to nine range, <laughs> irrespective of modifiers or anything like that. Yep. Um, so and so see. when you're making these picks, um, we can also work out whether any of these conditions are things you have to do or things that you did off screen also. So let's see. I On a 7 to 9, I can ignore one of these. Yes. And I think the thing that we ignore is that... Hmm... Yeah, this is, this is a this is a tough one because there's there's two. I I don't care about obtaining something illegal. That's probably fine. Um, <laughs> danger also a okay with it. Um, the question is whether Pippa would be okay with his effect being limited, or if he would be okay with working with Titan Industries. And I feel like Pippa is not going to cotton to working with Titan Industries. (laughs) I feel like this is definitely like a decision that you are faced with in character. Yeah. Um, Pippa's just sort of weighing like, well, if we got help from Titan, we could definitely do this. But... <laughs> no, you know what? I think what he does is um we we're going to nix the best you can do is a lesser version because oh. I think I think what happens is that Pippa's like okay, I'm not going to solve it if I can't if I have to if if I'm stuck doing half measures, so I guess I guess I will have to get Titan's help. Okay, the yeah. Grudging one. You're you're going to have to deal with the guy who like hauled you out of the mall in the first episode. Oh. Or yeah, second well, episode. I'm I'm better at robots than he is, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not too worried about it. But I need his I need his money and his access to theoretical meta materials. <laughs> Just for reference to everyone, um, uh, Titan Industries is uh, its CEO is Way Landry. and uh, he is also the exemplar superhero Titantron, mm-hmm. who is a a billionaire in a big old robot suit. Um, all right. So do you think you've already been talking with him or is this something that you have to do? I think it's something where my instinct here is that Pippa has, Pippa was sort of given the, I think was maybe approached by Titan uh, about solving this problem. And Pippa had to think about whether he wanted mm. it on this because I think it's what if, whichever of the nine lives it is is one who is specifically causing problems for Titan Industries. Right. Oh like, yeah, that's right. So, oh sorry. No, no continue. Uh, I just realized we didn't talk about like what what are you trying to invent here? What I'm trying to invent here. Yeah, because we haven't. Because okay, so we haven't talked about much about like the nine lives robots. Yeah, we know that there is like the big one who you've talked about before with me who was like a robot doctor strange i think you've said yes they're in there somewhere and then una is the first one and Mm -hmm. pippa is the last one and there's seven between those two one of whom is a a horrible uh reality threatening doctor strange monster um and then the other six uh question mark yeah, some of them might have already been taken out of commission. It's been kind of nebulous. So do you want to, like, do you want to, like, aim for the big one right away or, like, introduce a lesser one? This is definitely a lesser one. Still a threat, okay. but a lesser one. Gotcha. Um, since it's one we talked about a bunch at the start, do you want to 
do we want to implement like the one that's like a kaiju? Absolutely. That yes. seems appropriate. Okay. Yes. Sure. So nine lives. What do we want to say? Like five, six? I think this is four. Okay. Yeah, I, think nine ki- lives I, think four. Kaiju, I think kaiju is mark four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mark four is, I, I think probably the logic there was that like pan- and Panther Faust is like, okay, I'm going to need a big like chassis if I want like processing power and survivability. But it is mostly the latter part that it's actually good at. There isn't. Yeah, and so it, yeah. I, I think it kind of like there's a degree to which like I think like it's obvious and from like what we see in the comic, you know, like Una is basically just like a supercomputer, right? Just right. incredibly boxy, and like Pippa obviously is like artificial human, uh, you know, android adjacent kind of thing. And Mark mm-hmm. Four is very obviously like from that kind of older design model because it's like you know it moves around and stuff, but it does basically just sort of look like a boss from uh oh my god, what's that arcade game with uh just the uh was it oh, I can't remember the name of it Sinistar. Uh, it's the one with Theo. <laughs> oh, Metal Slug. Metal Slug. There you go. Uh, just sort of looks like a metal slug boss which is to say horrifying tower of violence uh uh, it's all treads and cannons and yeah yeah just sort of just sort of rolling its way into danger and i think it's a uh i think maybe it's a problem for titan because obviously a it's a ton of firepower so like you know whatever lesser titan uh war machines aren't really able to do much about it but then also it's sort of like uh, consuming the war machines at the feats to <laughs> replenish oh, yeah. its ammunition and armor and stuff like <laughs> sure. that. So it's just yeah, sort of like, like this horrible self fulfilling problem. <laughs> yeah, like Titan is like spe- like Titan Tron specifically pissed off at it because like like he's able to like be- beat it, but like every time it does, he like loses a suit in uh, the yeah, process and it say. comes back with its junk <laughs> and he's he's like. It's like it's that has got some of my best hardware in there, and I want that stuff back. That's proprietary. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> that thing used to be my oh. helmet, and it's using it as like a gun barrel. That's not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how are you planning on if not taking it down, then at least like doing something to like defend against it or neutralize its threat or whatever? Because like something to neutralize a threat could also be like like some kind of barrier system to keep it out of the city or something or it could be a big gun to shoot it with so <laughs> let's go over the, the parts of this solution that i do have to incorporate first is that mm-hmm. we need help from titan that's obvious yeah. second is that you and the team will risk danger from the target so yeah. this is going to be an operation of some kind for certain mm-hmm. and the third thing is that we'll have to obtain something illegal um yes. what i'm thinking here I'm not sure about the illegal thing. I think there's definitely a, a component of like, okay, we can stop it, but we have to get inside it to stop it. Like I have to oh, actually shit. go yes. access the brain and make it like, you know, turn off. Um, I'm trying to think how to incorporate something illegal into that though. Maybe it's nuclear um, powered. Yeah. It could be <laughs> something like, like I'm thinking there's probably like a lot of tech that's very heavily regulated, you know? Like in, in I know in superhero comics this is not something that usually has like very hard and fast rules, but there definitely is a sense of like there are there are things that supervillains use and there are things that heroes use, you know? You know what I I th- I'm going to agree with Levi here. I think it's a tactical nuclear warhead. <laughs> oh shit, like, okay. It's like one of those, like, <laughs> yes! 
it's, it's like the Davy Crockett style. Like, it's not actually like a nuke nuke, but it's like very, it's it's something that can still fuck up a, yeah. you know, like a facility. And the idea mm-hmm. is like, all right, we get it in there and we can probably detonate it inside the machine and turn it into <laughs> slag, mm-hmm. which will absorb some of the nuclear fallout. Um, but obviously this is still kind of, you know, we're going to have to, you know, figure out where this is going to happen, evacuate the area ahead of time. That area, there's a good chance of it being uninhabitable for a while if this goes <laughs> uh, You know, see, uh, this is all going to make uh, Photon Boy extremely anxious if he hears about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sort that, this is, the, this is an awful lot of, like, narrative foreshadowing that he does not need on his right now. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, Pippa has no problems with this because Pippa's from the future so bright I gotta wear shades. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, nuclear uh-huh. science is cool. Like, you were from you were from the Silver Age. You had heroes who were running off of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, People were planning on running that shit yeah. in their cars. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, look, it's just a little bit of nuclear radiation. I'll be fine. But the yeah. rest of you can stay back if you're worried about it. It's not going to be an issue for me. It is like there, like there is a strong possibility that like Juno can just eat that. Actually, so, yeah, almost certainly. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. She's been telling me that that her uh, corporate overlords want to see her powers in action. I don't know. We can see if Juno's <laughs> capable of eating radiation. Yeah. Just gonna I mean, gobble up. What's gobble the worst that can happen? It's radiation question, actually. It's fine. I've been seeing this green door in the side of my oh, vision. God. It's probably not a problem. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. So that and so that has been what has been happening in the background, and obviously, all of these things will be carrying forward into our story. However, we were not so lucky to get a copy of this comic that picks up immediately where these various plots leave off. Okay, so you know sometimes like a comic will leave off on a cliffhanger and then the next issue will sort of be like the last panel of the previous issue again but bigger, you know? Yeah. Um I'm now realizing this happens a lot with like newspaper Spider-Man but to a much greater <laughs> degree because <laughs> it's only like four panels to begin with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, I am, uh, okay, so I'm picturing you are, stan- so we're, we're jumping back in with, like, a big whole, like, s- one of those, like, big old, like, splash pages where it's all one thing, and you've got, like, the name of the issue and, like, the credits sort of jammed up in one side, you know? You are standing in a, uh, park that is close to, uh, Kingfisher Stadium, where your headquarters is. Um, and I think that you can tell this because you could probably like, see like the stadium and the hotel, like, you know, sort of in, in the background of it. It's not right next door, but that stuff is tall enough that, you know, you don't have a whole ton of skyline, uh, in, in Nitro, the neighborhood of Nitro. <laughs> um, uh, and, uh, it, it's, it's, it's just a pretty standard, like public city park. There's trees and stuff. Uh, and there's also people, um, running away because you guys are in the foreground all standing looking up um at what can only be described well well 
There are a lot of ways to like describe this, but the most efficient way is that it's Baba Yaga's hut. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, okay. with the, you the chicken got, feet and the yeah okay you have got this cottage with like you know with like giant like towering like chicken legs holding it up um and it is it, you know it, it it's this big old fucking thing mm-hmm. and like the the ground is like sort of got this covering of mist and the door of the hut is open and um Standing in the hut is uh, three familiar fingers. Oh, no. It is your first ever enemies, the alternatives. Yep. Who yes. are <laughs> all right? <laughs> who are um, C Punk? Pronounce she and her. Who is this uh, like fish person who has like a leather jacket and like on the shoulders she's got like barnacles instead of like metal studs. Cool. Um, there well, is insensitive to call her a fish person. That is correct. Yeah, she is. Uh, is it like a Triton white... or it Atlantean was... or something? Tri- like that? It was wait, um, Pelagian. Pelagian, okay. right, 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 right? Pelagian, excellent. Yeah. Um, there is a vapor wave who is this uh very pale guy in like a varsity jacket who you can tell like his edges are sort of like dissolving into mist. And, like, probably that's the reason why there is, like, you know, mist everywhere. And, uh... It's a whole mess of mist. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And, uh, Nightcore, who is a a black non-binary person who tends to sort of... When I say dress like a ninja, I don't mean, like, full-on costume, but, like, street clothes that amount to kind of a ninja outfit, like a black hoodie and, like, a cloth face mask that sort of thing Mm -hmm. um and they've got like they have like a sigh on hand um and uh sea punk is doing uh what she tends to do best which is like talking like very loudly and rudely and uh and she is saying like so losers you think you're better than us just because you beat us you only won Cause you've got an extra member and a fancy hideout. Well, guess what, you fucking idiots? We got two in one now. <laughs> this is the alternative's newest member. Everyone, bow down to Witch House. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, so this is the situation you are in. There's a you got some grandstanding villains right in front of you. Um, they, you know, they do in fact have the high ground. Um, what are you going to do? Oh, actually, wait, no, no, wait. First, I forgot there. The, it's been so long, I forgot there's a whole thing when you go into battle. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, oh right, we have to establish our team pool and our uh, oh drive. Shit, I don't have the real masks book open. I've just got the playbooks. One second. <laughs> so okay, so when you enter battle against a dangerous foe as a team, add two to the team pool. So I believe that will put you to three because pool the team pool is you know one by default. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the leader has influence over every teammate uh, at another team. So first off, who is leading this? 
There is oh. no real context here, so you might have to just decide who your leader is. Oh no. I I, uh, I feel I feel like it it's either got I feel like it's either gotta be Pate because Pate rushes in, or it's gotta be Luke because Luke kind of has the Teen Titans Robin sort of energy. <laughs> oh. Alright. Okay then. Um so No, it's uh, definitely Luke because Luke's the only one who has experience as an actual hero yeah. <laughs> prior to <laughs> being in this group. Uh, okay, okay, so do you have influence over every teammate? Um, let's see. Pete, Juno, Pippa, yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I am. I am a leader. All right. You are the leader. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. Oh, okay, so boy. that takes us to four. If everyone has the same purpose in the fight, add another team. What's your purpose here? To beat these guys, uh, I assume. Take down these uh, alternatives. Luke does not get any oh. of these uh, music genre <laughs> jokes. <laughs> 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 okay, that's five. Um, does any team member distrust the leader of the team? No. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think so. You've got, you know what? I would that say this is missed a lot of issues. <laughs> true. Um, if anyone wanted to like arbitrarily pull that in, you can. But right now, no, no need to. Um, I I will say, um, after going through dueling fops and all that, it's fun to have a party where everyone gets along. Generally. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if your team is ill-prepared or off-balance, remove a team. So, it kind of depends on the context. It looks like you guys are facing... It looks, it looks like the situation is likely these guys showed up and made some noise, and then you showed up in typical superhero fashion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I'm willing to say that you are, like, prepared. Sure. Yeah, it seems like they're calling us out. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. Uh, so yes, you have leadership five, and I'm just going to mark that in game pay play. No, by by leadership I mean team. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, and then um, whoever want. Oh yes, and then there is also um, Pippa's thing, correct? My thing, yes. Let's see. Enter battles. When you enter battles, a team against a dangerous foe. If you have influence over the leader and provide tactical input, add one team. When you contradict the leader during the battle, you may return influence over the leader to add an additional one team. I don't know that Ooh. Pippa has any tactical input in this situation. This is just okay. going to be a slobber knocker, really. True. <laughs> also, you, this what is can you like do about a house. <laughs> yeah, this is magic. I don't know what Pippa's like approach to that is. Pippa's approach to magic is like, boy, I sure hope I can figure out the science that makes this work. <laughs> I'm gonna have a lot oh, of sleepless nights. Oh, I see one of those. Got to gotta figure out the quantum entanglement beside behind baba yaga <laughs> yeah now pippo's tactical input is uh pay, try see if you can sweep the legs on that big house <laughs> <laughs> totally okay so um who's who's going first then okay well I'll, um i'll happily go first since i got elected Okay. Yeah, that's um. right. You're the president now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Oh my god. Enemy that's a building. Yeah. Yeah. That means you okay, can smash so... it as much as you want, Pate. <laughs> and it's probably not safe yet. Or maybe yeah. it is. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Alright, yeah, so... Uh, Photon Boy will begin with a... Uh, by a directly engaging threat. In this case, uh, just it's like it's like all right. Let's see if we can just tip it over, maybe. And he's just gonna like <laughs> launch himself at it and like just try and shove it. Up. 
Okay. I'm I'm going to say that if you're if that is your approach, I don't think you actually have the narrative leverage right now Ooh. to do that because it is like a big old it is a building. Okay. And it's it's chicken legs do seem to be pretty sturdy. It's, if you want to like I can't directly like, engage it because it's like too big and powerful. Yeah. Okay. And you got, least, and you got three unless other you, dudes who are going to be trying to stop you from engaging with them. Yeah. Okay. So instead yeah. of uh, directly, um, yeah. So I guess he's not as good as it, but uh, unleash powers to try to just like uh, you know sort of like Ooh. rake it with a laser beam, see what happens. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. Like yep, lay lay down some yeah. Okay. Farless Okay, roll two D six minus one. That is a total of six. Oh no, okay. Is now just to refresh me for unleashing powers, is there any anything specific said about misses? Um, no, it says on a hit, you do it on a 7 to 9, mark a condition, or the GM will tell you how the effect is unstable or temporary. I'm just looking at the quick version on the basic move yeah, sheet, though. Yeah. Presumably yeah. it's just one of those situations where, like, a failure means the GM can do a move kind of thing. Like, that's yeah. kind of standard for the genre. Yeah, uh, We yeah. do also well, have first... team pool that we can ostensibly maybe spend True. that to a mixed success. If oh, yeah. If, if two people wanted to, con- if two people wanted to help well, it's a six, like, so it only has to be team. one. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. I was thinking about eight for some reason. So if anyone <laughs> wants to numbers. help out with that. Uh, so, yeah, what's, what, what remind me, uh, just off the top, like, what uh, Luke is exactly trying to do right now. Oh, uh, so Luke is gonna let just uh, fire off a beam at the house, see if it can, like, like get it to back off. You know, or if gotcha. it... <laughs> it sounded like Gino had something that uh, she might be able to help with. Yeah, I I think to help, why not just do like a cool, you know, just to get it over to a seven, the both of them, because they both have like cool beam powers. Yeah. They both do it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, team move. A... Dope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does sound good. Um, okay, yeah, that does give it, that does bump it up to a seven, so... Yeah, you can either mark a condition or, um, like, take one of those limitations. So, I figure it just makes sense that the effect is temporary. Like, it's just going to take more than that to, like, make a lasting impact on Baba Yaga's hut. Yeah, exactly. So, I think the what, so, like, what happens is that naturally, like the the hut does get like kind of singed so i think okay so because you're not like the nova and your main gimmick is like speed like i like your laser blasts are not that they're not like that major right um and i think then in between i think juno on the other hand has got pretty powerful blasts but also like she has less control over them, if I'm remembering right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think that, like, like, like some, like most of these attacks are hitting because it's a house. Sure. Um, but it is also you're seeing a pretty sturdily made house, and um, most of it just kind of like 
singes the wood a little. Like, some does, like, seem to, like, start a fire, but, like, when that happens, I think, I think that actually what happens is that, like, like, Vaporwave just, like, just, like, just, like, shoots a jet of mist at it to, like, put the fire out. Oh, Um, But, but in the process, like, that, you do definitely have them on the back foot. The house is, like, um, the house makes a, so the house makes a noise. (laughs) Okay. And the, like, the, like, way the, it, it's like if a house wanted to make a noise like a distressed chicken. It is, like, it is, like, floorboards creaking and, like, windows rattling in such a way that culminates to a very weird inorganic equivalence of, like, of, like, a an upset rooster. Juno's just kind of like, <laughs> I actually feel kind of bad for this house. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> But I mean, yeah, okay, so... I was hearing right, it joined a superhero group. <laughs> I mean, supervillain group. On the panel, I think it's a, it's like saying bagok, like a chicken. Yeah. But it's like spelled out with like like uh, wood panels. and. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's excellent. Excellent. We got some great letterers here for masks. <laughs> okay, so who's going next? It is on, very firmly on the back foot. Um, I'll go next. Okay. I'm I I'm gonna use a move. Ooh, okay. What is it? The move is called "You Got a Head You Don't Need." <laughs> oh boy! When you prov- when you provoke someone with obvious threats and shows of force, roll danger instead of superior. Mmm. So, Pate uh uses uh uses her incredible uncanny ability to summon capers from anywhere which is to say <laughs> she picks up a stop sign um, <laughs> and she starts like smacking it on the ground like a baseball bat oh I say, oh yeah bring it <laughs> come here you Pelagian piece of filth i'll oh, knock you in the next week <laughs> oh shit okay so um got some, got some uh, arcane <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. Grudges so yeah, you are speci- So yeah, uh, so yeah, you can you can make that roll. Okay. And is that? Uh, sorry, I got a little distracted. Is that like for a provoke? You said provoke someone. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that is plus three. Oh my god. Ooh, Damn. Ooh, okay. On a ten plus, they rise to the bait and do what you want. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty straightforward. So you're specifically going after C Punk. Uh, yeah, what do you want? C-Punk. I want C Punk to break, like, to break ranks and yeah, come for me. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I I think I think her response is, "Oh, it's on shortbread," and <laughs> <laughs> and like and she like kicks this like bundle of ropes and it turns out there was like a like like a rope ladder like at the f- like just inside the front door of the house and she like she like slides down that and like comes running at you and yeah let's yeah you um... think you're safe in your avian clubhouse <laughs> uh let's uh, let's see. Um, 
Yeah, uh, let's. I'm trying to see if there's like a specifically like. Hmm. Yeah, you know what? I shouldn't be too passive with this. Okay, yeah. So she is coming at you, and um, as you have known from your experience with her, it's not that she is like super strong or anything. She is just like kind of the definition of scrappy, and she's also got like piranity. Oh no! So um, I think that um, I I think I think we're gonna like jump straight to directly engaging is what's happening okay. here. So I so I'm rolling directly engage a threat. Yeah, yeah. All right. I want d six, d six, and that is danger as well. Eleven. Yes. Damn. Okay. Woof. So, um, that's. I already know which two I'm going to pick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, so which, which are they? Resist or avoid their blows and create an opportunity for your allies. All right then, yeah. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, she comes at you, like, sort of, like, trying, basically her plan is, like, she's going, she, what she wants to do is, like, just grab you by your tartan and then just, like, bite your face. Um, <laughs> however, you do have, like, a big ol', like, reach weapon on you, so that mm-hmm. gives a pretty clear explanation for how you're able to do that. You're able to, like, catch her in the side with it, and then what kind of opportunity are you trying to set up? Um, something that will let, uh, let us get closer to the house and try to deal with it, so maybe, maybe just, like, put her in peril. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe, um... Let's let's see. I'm like you also give her a condition, so I'm gonna look at like the potential reactions that could come from that. Um, I like the idea of um, having someone in peril in this context. What the immediate thing that comes to my mind is that you were able to like, if not knock her down, then at least like knock her back, and then like do that thing where you like bring like the stop sign up to like her neck. Like you're not gonna do it. But yeah. the peril is evident. Um, and in that context, I think I'm going to mark afraid on her as a result. Um, I think in during this fight also, you've seen, you see Pate do something that you haven't seen her do before, which is dodge. <laughs> <laughs> dodge a, a, a thrown punch. Yeah. Um, Just to show some of the Immortals training working on her. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, yes. This was not something I knew she could do before. Um, But I really really like it. So um, what she does is that... um, For the first time you see her is not just like angry, but also like kind of like, eep! at this and so what she does is like she grabs her jacket and like sort of pulls it up like over her head and when she does this like the barnacles on her shoulders like grow and expand and she's got like kind of an armored shell up there like protecting her head and neck now it's still like limited to the jacket but she is like positioning the jacket more defensively and and uh like and uh and like you said uh the other two up in the house uh, definitely take notice of this. I think that um, I, I think that like uh, Nightcore says, uh, 
don't worry, Sea Punk, we're coming. And like, sort of like, I'm trying to figure out how exactly they, I think they just sort of like, sort of gently like smack the side of the house, not in like a like punishing way, but just like the way you would like get a, get a horse moving, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, and, and that starts moving forward and is definitely like, very, they're definitely very fixated on like Seapunk's condition right now. So cool. I think the only person, like, uh, so Pate and Juno have not rolled and Pate hasn't written, and sorry, Pippa. Pate Pippa. Yeah. So Pippa hasn't done anything yet. So what is Pippa doing? Um... I was trying to think about what would be good there, and I think Pippa might actually, having seen a, a sea punk having kicked down the rope ladder and like go to engage with Pate, has been kind of scrabbling up the rope ladder. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, cool. that's oh uh, uh, that yeah okay. So out of basic moves, let's see what that is just here because it might not be anything just yet. Yeah, because this, this might be whatever Pippa's doing might be involve like consequences for climbing the rope ladder at an opportune time, or what he finds when he gets to the top of the rope ladder, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but he took the, I he think, took the instinct to to go for the entry. Right, you're right. I think yeah, I think because of the opportunity presented, you face no opposition to getting up that rope ladder. Like Pate's distraction is the reason that they're not like currently like chucking stuff at you or whatever. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, what do you, uh, but they're definitely going to notice when you're like, <laughs> your smug little cat face comes <laughs> over the edge of that porch. So. Yeah. Um, um, actually, say. can I, can mm -hmm. I kind of say something like, yes, and yeah. just as yeah. Pippa comes over the, cause they're still distracted, uh, just as Pippa mm -hmm. comes over the edge, I think Juno just, uh, tackles Nightcore cause she can fly. Uh, oh sh yeah, yeah. So that way that Pippa can just handle uh, vaporwave. Okay, yeah. Well, that's definitely direct. That's definitely directly engaging. Remember though, um, Nightcore is very fast and has edged weapons that you have to survive. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to make that joke in the middle of an episode. <laughs> Pippa already Pippa already had the uh, I have to press the credit card over my abdomen wound uh, <laughs> with uh, them before yeah um, so okay uh, so you are directly engaging a threat then yes okay uh, I'm not using uh, in a china shop yet because Pippa's nearby that's fine what's the worst that could happen <laughs> oh, man, you have a perfect china shop set up for you too. It's oh, true. Okay. <laughs> What's mm. the worst that could happen? I say, all right, you're right. Let's do it. It'll be fun. Uh, okay. So when, so by the way, if you're for some reason listening to this episode for the first time, in a china shop is a move from the bull playbook. When you directly engage a threat, you can cause significant collateral damage to your environment. To choose an additional option, even on a miss. Uh, okay, nice. So. I am going to say that I think that, like, because I don't want to just limit the environment to, like, the enemy's, like, playhouse, I think that it's not major, but you definitely, like, 
kick up just a big chunk of sod mm-hmm. from the from the ground when you launch yourself off. Or, hmm. Well, that was it, an 11. Or it could also be, like, singed. Okay, 11. Boy, <laughs> you're really laying into these folks. So um, They made us so, look yeah, like uh, fools last ahead. time. This totally tracks. Grab some good music, dweebs. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you go ahead and pick three of those options, then. Uh, resist or avoid their blows take something from them oh yeah okay take something from them and impress surprise or frighten the opposition uh nice so i think what happens is that like as uh vaporwave and nightcore are like kind of distracted by both uh seapunk being in danger and like pippa's head like popping up over the edge of the porch uh, <laughs> suddenly like just out of nowhere, Pit, like Juna just tackles Nightcore basically into the house, uh, yeah, as like hard as yes. she can, and immediately <laughs> takes the uh, the kunai from them. Excellent. Um, is it all right? Okay, I've got a little extra thing. Oh, I think it. for the the china shop thing, I think that you were maybe. Um, so I'm thinking about the angles you are approaching this from. Like I'm seeing like a 45 degree angle. You're like launching, you know, mm-hmm. and then going straight. Oh yeah. Um, maybe you had been planning to like tackle them into the house, but you like blast through the roof. Cool. And now you have like now you are like above the roof. You have uh you are you know holding on to them, and yeah, actually you know what to simplify things, you probably like land mm-hmm. on the roof or something. But yeah, um. And you have, yeah, disarmed them. Okay, cool. So I'm just going to mark a thing there. And also a, there's there's another big like wooden ah! <laughs> when you do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, house. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, yes. So I'm going to mark angry i really i gotta do a lot of jumping around in this book i need like a cheat sheet Mm. for the i think okay i think that what is going to happen is um like you you you've got the knife and you look at them and then they they like come in and basically like they like grab you with one hand and like headbutt you like they are like going in with like knees and elbows nice um yeah um I, I think there's probably stuff. like a, yeah, there is like a moment where like, haha, you don't have a weapon anymore, and then they just start like trying to wail on you, <laughs> and so I think that uh, this is full on take a powerful blow. I think. Okay. Because if I recall, Juno is not like exceptionally tough. No. That's not one of her things, no. right? Right. Yeah. Uh, roll plus conditions marked. Okay. Need to copy and paste this. I say, and this is one that you want to roll low on, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Six. Six. Hooray! And hey, guess what? You (laughs) you still get to mark experience for that. Cool. Um, I'm a mate. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Um, so, uh, is there a specific text thing? Is it just like you stand strong? Nothing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I think that I think that it's not necessarily a matter of you Yeah, so how do you weather the blow? Um they they headbutt me, you said? Yeah. Uh I I think that 
what Juno does is just kind of, like, pull away to keep from getting, like, head-to-head contact. And so instead they just kind of end up, like, headbutting really hard into her shoulder. Uh, and then she uh. <laughs> looks down at them like, come on. <laughs> you can do a little bit better than that, or is it just all knives? You know what? I had been... I've been trying to avoid the invincible comparisons before, but I did was just thinking about that whole bit of like when you f- when you can fly, you don't have to worry about like get having traction with the ground mm-hmm. when you fight. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and I think that you know obviously that uh, pisses them off also. <laughs> Additionally, and then um, and then I think that uh, oh, and so and so also on top of all that, you like surprise and like. Actually, it was, it was like a choice, wasn't Impress, it? Impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Yeah, which one? In this case, I can consider like also vape, vapor wave to be part of the opposition. Surprise, then. Okay, yeah. So, so, so like, I think that it's definitely impressive. Like, like part of vapor wave is sort of like blown away as you do this, <laughs> oh, and yeah. so they like. T- they just like turn around. What is going on? And now Pippa can do whatever they're gonna do. Speaking of blown away, go go gadget air cannon. <laughs> uh, at, Excellent. At, at vaporwave, who is uh, distracted? Yeah, that sounds like unleashing powers. Um, this is going. I'm going to spend a gadget for this. So actually, okay. wait, no. Am I going to spend a gadget for this? Because my yeah. superior is really bad. Um, uh-huh. Unleash powers is freak, right? Yeah, uh, okay, no, I'm still going to spend a gadget for this. Uh, okay. Pippa, like, literally just Mega Man-style uh, giant air cannon uh, out of their mm-hmm. arm, and just sort of, uh, whether they react by turning into mist or not, Pippa is just sort of blowing them hard off the edge of the uh, house. That sounds like a good way to deal with their whole with this whole gimmick. Yeah, so, yeah, go ahead and roll that. Yep, um, so it's going to be plus one. Roll. 2d6. Plus one. That's the wrong I know. syntax. I have to use it. It's okay. <sighs> Who knows what that one could have been? That one's a nine, so I guess I don't okay. care. So, are you going to take in condition, or is this going to be like temporary or limited somehow? Um. Well, can I request, because uh, we have some people who are currently oh, that's doing right. stuff, if we could get an assist on this and bump it Ooh. to, use the team to bump it to a ten plus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um... Juno's closest, but she's also kind of engaged right now. Uh, this does seem like something that. Yeah. Since <laughs> yeah. so I've done it in a minute. So. Okay. Ooh, how can right. I how can I fight Miss though? I don't have an air. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Maybe I'm trying to think. I th- I think there's some possibilities here. Um, I think because of all the opportunities set up, if you wanted to like also like scramble up that ladder you have the opportunity to oh um, yeah makes sense. so you could just like um you know what pip pippa is like just kind of like hanging off the edge so maybe if you like, oh, can uh, there, like grab on and stabilize him somehow yeah exactly okay just manages to beat pippa up the ladder <laughs> <laughs> yeah great okay so you're down to team three now and bump that up to a 10 so and if I recall, 10 is just like, you do it? Mm-hmm. Yep, you do it. Okay, yeah. I think that, um, uh, let's see. Yeah, I think that, um. Send this hmm. clown flying. Yeah, I think that, like, 
I just had a very like animated image in my head, which is that like it's not that they like turn into mist, like the air like catches them full in the chest and you realize just how like weightless he is and he like <laughs> arcs up into the air and like and you know, he's like trailing mist as he does this. But he is, like, mostly solid until he hits the ground, at which point he just, like, plumes. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know, obviously that does not mean he is dead, but he's also very inconvenient. And also off of, like, his chicken platform. So, uh, let's see. Is that what see. we call Twitter now? <laughs> <laughs> We're currently winning. He platformed him. <laughs> oh, my God. Deplatformed off of Chicken House. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Um. Ah, oh, man. Alternatives, indeed. <laughs> okay. What are you gonna do? So download? Do- yeah, they're gonna have, have these alternatives like Parlor. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Okay, with like all of that. Having happened, uh, what do we do next? We could focus more on Luke because his last one to rolled, or also like Pate is now the most like removed from the current situation. Yeah, I think Pate sounds good. Oh. Yeah, Pate's still, okay. squ- still squ- squaring off against uh, C Core C Punk. Yeah, <laughs> so C Punk. Yeah, <laughs> so C Punk has uh, she has like raised her defenses, and so it seems a little harder to like you know get a like you know, a blow in under these circumstances. So how sure. do you deal with that? Hmm. Um I guess she she probably picks her up by the jacket. Okay. Um that's, that's the only thing I can think of doing. <laughs> that's all Peyton knows how to do is pick stuff up. Okay. Um so 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 we've established that Pate doesn't have like thick hide or anything right she's just tough yeah she's just tough okay i hmm i think that instead of like i think that instead hmm okay wait yeah yeah let's let's put this as like a directly engaging a threat and the threat is not necessarily her hitting you it is like she is covered in barnacles and you can mess your hands up Oh, there's like it's there's not like getting spikes and yeah, it's not getting your flesh torn to ribbons by barnacles. Yeah, and it's sure. not like they're it's not like they're big old like spike spikes, but you know it's if you've had to like handle something with barnacles on it before, you have like seen the danger. I've had at least one parent who has been repeatedly injured by barnacles. Oh, <laughs> so no. Really, never, they can never hurt fun. you? Yeah, they're like, they're insanely sharp. Yeah. Oh. It depends on the species, but yeah. Okay. Some of them are like fucking The shells razors. are really jagged, yeah. The... Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like That's shelly like... cement that grows on the surface of things in the water, and then you no know someone I, who I works no around idea. salt water a lot, there's a significant risk of just cutting up your feet on barnacles. Huh. Yeah. Jeez. Well, I rolled and got a nine. Okay. Okay, so Good what rolls. um So what are you going to do then? Terrified of next Oh gosh. Well, I think probably take something from them as much as resisting or avoiding their blows would be good. Okay. I th- I think it's in fact take taking the jacket off. <gasps> okay, take yeah. Keep the jacket. Oh shit. 
oh shit okay so okay so you do that and you do mark a condition what are your free conditions right now uh free conditions are afraid guilty and hopeless okay um let's uh hmm at the risk of being a little extreme let's do um you know what you know what let's mark guilty okay um because yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think you would be afraid of this, but you are like you are like getting your like hands all bloody for like you know taking what is not only like sort of a weapon, but like you know clearly her signature thing. Um, <laughs> it's all she has. Her I think that under- <laughs> I think that underneath she's got like um, I think she oh she. she- <laughs> She has like a band T-shirt, but it's a band you don't recognize because it's like in it. Like the name is written in Pelagian. It looks like <laughs> I'm trying to think of what that text looks like, and I'm just picturing like Arabish from like Star Wars. Sure, but like I can also see it. Like actually, wait, no, it look. I think that like the Pelagian text sort of almost looks like kelp. You know, it's like a bunch of weird wavy lines mm-hmm. of varying thickness. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's like that, and then like it's that superimposed over like, like, like the skeleton of like a shark's jaws, you know. Cool. Um, and uh, but uh, also, let's see. So here's the thing: you just marked her second condition, so she is like taken out now. Um, he took her jacket. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, she's also... taken out of her jacket. <laughs> yeah, um, she's like, it's dude, come here on. The she, she's like, dude, dude, come on! I, I put so much work into into my cool jacket. You can't take this from me, please. Um, you think this is going in the trophy room? Yeah, you should like you should like throw her so hard that you throw her out of her jacket. <laughs> 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 oh my god that is that's definitely an image life. like pick, like you yeah you like pick her up by like <laughs> oh my god um that's pretty good so this, this is uh only i guess for sarah and for our listeners of taste but this is really reminding me of the uh fuck the world and piss slur yeah. situation from disco Elysium, <laughs> where he's like hey give me that jacket me and jacket. they're just like oh okay <laughs> You're a cop, so I guess I have to. Uh. Um, uh, okay, one moment. Again, I gotta, like, pick a reaction, and there's some interesting stuff here. Um, the cool... The, here's the thing. One of the options... This is gonna get deleted. One of the options here is lash out at any vulnerability, and I think the last time I used this with her specifically, it was when she called you cops, and you had to take powerful blow as a reaction. Which is That's... good, but I, I can't just always do that, you know. <laughs> um, okay, can I, can I, can I suggest something though as mm-hmm. a response to that? Is you could do that again, but instead of her calling the cops, it is her having a uh, emotional reaction to having her jacket stolen. It makes Pate feel extremely guilty. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh... So yeah, what happens, and this probably gives some context also, like, to the guilty thing, is that she, as she, like, gets, like, the jack, as, like, gets flung out of her jacket, because I do like that idea (laughs) of, like, team rocketing these guys, um, 
Yeah, I, I think I, I think like like as she's being fucked. No, my bro's fucking jacket. Oh, no. And you realize like, oh shit, this is like this is like family sentimentality to her. Oh shit. Um, yeah, and I can't just like tick guilty for you again, but um, I think because I don't want that move to just do nothing. I think that like. I I think I think C Punk has influence over Pate now. Ooh, okay. Um, however, she is also capital D defeated right now, so I think that what happens is like because she got you specifically said she was like launched over in the same direction as like Vaporwave, I think like Vaporwave like sort of coalesces and like helps her to her feet and uh like pulls out like if you were close you'd be able to see like it's like a whistle made of bone that he blows on and at that point like which has immediately like pivots on the spot and like like struts straight over to them and like hunkers down into like house form so that they can scramble inside it appears that they are like falling back are you gonna try and like are you gonna try and like for like take them in or let them limp off adding to that uh there's definitely in the panels where uh the witch house uh pivots uh we see pippa Mm -hmm. has managed to climb onto the platform and then as soon as it pivots promptly (laughs) rolls off of it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, knocked loose by the sudden shit probably probably. (laughs) honestly that'd be really funny if it was all three of them like you because like yeah (laughs) everyone just just gets shook out like the building just like does a little shake and we all just like tumble out the front (laughs) exactly yeah which is again something chickens do yeah you can see like it's like monster house ass like the the tiles on the roof like ruffle and stuff yeah knocked Juno clean off because she was like standing up over (laughs) Nightcore so she just kind of ends up on her ass on the ground with the others like what just happened So you're just gonna let him run off then? Sounds like yeah, we they got their jacket. Haven't technically done anything wrong except for threatening yeah. us. Yeah, and like we said, Pip- we took Pippa's her just jacket. Shout- just cool. shouting. Yeah, Pippa's just yeah. shouting at them. Like, start listening to some good music. <laughs> uh, Wait, yeah, then, okay. What kind of? I didn't hear any music. Oh, it's uh, no, but like it's their, their whole thing. Their their whole thing is that like their 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 genres of like you know like super unsellable modern uh crap not that modern music is bad by any stretch of the imagination but like specifically really niche genres for i don't know for someone i guess for for them we get home oh okay what we'll play it for you when we get home it's it's fine okay dope <laughs> having this conversation while this bird just goes like and like scatters off. Yeah, but yeah, Luke is just would... trying to think of like he remembers punk. What the hell is sea punk supposed? Is it like on like? Did you do, like pirate <laughs> songs? Like what? I know that's a different thing. <laughs> if y'all brought sea shanties back, I swear to fucking god. <laughs> I the future is I lame think... as hell. <laughs> I, I think, think that that is a perfect place to close that episode on unless Saturn had something to say. <laughs> no, 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 nothing okay. worth not closing the episode on. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, join us next time for more masks, which will almost certainly not be about what just happened, but instead be about all the important stuff that that just interrupted. 
Yeah, we <laughs> actually uh, we we just found uh, the uh, one of the missing issues. So you know, oh, dope. We, we can flesh that out a little bit uh, on next week's episode. Exactly. And until then, as always, stay big gamer. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Neon Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the lauded gay nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerdscast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.